Hi, welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. All right. Hey, kids. Good to see everyone. You have joined us just lying down on the job. We just, just so go for it. Oh, that was quick. That was. <laughs> no one had to be asked twice. To <laughs> I'm curious about what everyone's Saturday night was like. Anyone want to fess up? No? All right. Well, you can take any comfortable positioning on your back. And if that's Shavasana, cool. And if constructive rest or Soptabhadakanasana suit you better, go for it. Uh, for many of us who uh, need some low back kind of uh, kindness, constructive rest, soles of the feet to the floor, knees together, might be the best place to start. Bring your hands to your center line. So maybe one to your heart center, one to navel center. Take some time to feel your breath move underneath your hands. Doesn't need to move in any particular way. You can just establish a, an awareness more than anything else. How is your breath doing? What is the, the tone, the texture, like the quality of breath moving in and out? Bless you. For those of you at home, uh, there was a sneeze, but definitely also like you are all blessed. Everyone is officially blessed. With your next exhale, you can bring your knees in towards your chest. Have some just slow openers here. So a little rock side to side. Let this be pleasant. Next few minutes, we're just going to like focus on making your body a nice place to live. So. Back and forth, whatever you're feeling, right? just notice. Have a read on clock, anything that needs your attention. And in this practice, those things, right, we're just going to be gentle with them. Right? So they don't need our judgment. They don't need our criticism. They don't need our worries. Right? Oh. like a space invader back there and come back to center and pause and let your hips land and let your sacrum get level. And then one knee in each hand, you're going to take a little spin of the legs in opposite direction. So you're moving the leg bones around in the hip sockets and just kind of stirring things up. And if you want to move into a bigger range of motion, you can take the hands away. As you're doing that, keep your abdominals firm enough that your hips stay level so that the hips themselves aren't moving just the leg bones in these opposite circles. One more round of these, just balance out whatever you need to. 
then we'll hug the knees in real deeply. Just, just get a good hug. Then we'll release all of the feet to the mat. Take them out wide. Feel the edges of your mat, even like the baby toe out to the, the floor. And then knees side to side in windshield wiper twists. And next one, show I put twist over to the right. Stay there, breathe. On your inhale, come on back to center. And then switch sides. Stay here, breathe. And on an inhale, come on back to center. We're going to walk the feet to about hip distance. Cross the right ankle to the outside of the left knee. Pick up the left foot, bring the legs close in toward you. So we've got reclined pigeon with no hands for now. I mean, you can if you want, but for right now it's the outer leg bringing the shin bone in and you're going to have a gentle rock side to side. So just going from one hip to the other in a little rocking. And if that's not for you, feel free to stay centered. Totally cool. Let this move all the way over to the left. So as you uh, just, just take your time, the sole of the right foot will come to the floor. Left leg will rest on the floor. You can hold your shin bone with your left hand and press the shin bone forward. Resist a little with the hand if you want. Like the, It's Sunday morning, though. You don't have to want any extra. Like You can just be completely chill with this but adding that little bit of resistance and working to some external hip muscles that may need your attention may want it breath in breath out and slowly come back to center and keep the cross of the legs in fact we're going to deepen the cross you're going to cross the right leg like over top the left. So it's like eagle cross or like you're sitting in a short skirt cross. Uh, if anybody you know does that anymore. Then legs over to the right. So you've got this deep cross of the legs and the right shin bone is on top of the left thigh. And what we're really getting here is into low back. Is that true show of thumbs? Are you getting low back stuff here? Anyway? Okay. Oh, good. We're like deep size. That's good. So stay, breathe. Just going to let the right shin be heavy on the leg. We're not going to try to push. 
perfect. These are muscles we just want to like coax. We want to coax them open. Just breathe in, breathe out. And really important. We don't have too many rules here. In fact, it's like really like no rules except the <laughs> ones that are going to keep you from, from any harm. So your right leg, the one that's on top right now, unhook that shin. Unhook that, then come back to center. Just slow, just slow. So pause here, soles of the feet to the mat, about hip distance apart. Feel what's going on. Everything's good. You're going to press up into a bridge. So just, it can be a really light bridge for right now. Just dig your heels in, the tailbone up, sacrum up. Breathe here. Then slowly release down. Just Piece by piece, spine's coming down. You land your hips. The left foot now is going to cross over the right thigh. So you've got the left ankle to the outside of the thigh. You're going to pick up the right foot. Use the right leg to hug the left shin in. Again, we're going to go hands-free with this unless you really want to use your hands. Totally cool. Uh, otherwise, right leg's pulling the left shin bone toward you. And then we're going to get a little rock from hip to hip. Slow and steady, ease things open on this leg. Continue to work right leg in toward you. That's going to be some core body work, some hip flexor work. Hips heavy, so you get a pretty good massage back there. You know, just tell everyone you went to three dog yoga and you got a bum massage, and like you know, just don't explain, and they'll look at you real weird. Then we're going to take this whole thing over to the right, the sole of your left foot, that is the bottom of your foot, not like your sole, but the bottom of your foot, that's touching the floor. So the sole of the foot is on the floor, foot is planted. You'll catch your shin if you like. You don't have to. If you do catch your shin, second thing you might do, press your shin into your hand and the hand back into the shin. Breathe in and breathe out. Release the hand. Hand releases, then bring this all back to center just as it is. We're going to deeply cross, left over, right? So same cross, but you're squeezing legs together now, and then knees over to your left. And as you go over to the left, the left shin bone is pressing the right thigh down. Right arm extends out like a wing or a cactus. Breathe here. It's just side body, low back stuff here that's going to just Take a few moments. So sometimes you don't feel it right away. You don't need to get pushy with it. Just stay, breathe. Notice the sensation. There's a lot of different stuff going on here. You might feel uh, deep stuff like psoas stuff. Stuff being the like you know technical term. Low back, side body, hip, possibly. 
Breathing in, breathing out. Just making your space. Good. Then before we do anything else, you're going to undo the cross. You're going to move the shin bone off, then bring both legs back to center. Feet about hip distance apart. Pause. Feel the two sides of your body, two sides of your low back. And then press your feet down into the floor. Come on up to bridge. You're going to just a light one. Doesn't need to be really a back bend. More an spreading out of the front body, a lift of the spine so that you can then exhale lower slowly and take everything down and really well-centered, well-aligned, resting pose. Breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. I'm going to bring knees to chest, nose to knees, rock up to seated, right leg crossed in front. We're going to lift and then hinge about halfway. Go till you feel just the first little bit of a, of a stretch, fingertips on the floor. And we're going to take this side to side. So it's a rib cage action side to side. Like you're touching your left ribs to your left knee, right ribs to your right knee or thigh. Just Good, good. Smart move with the water bottle. Come on back to center line. Draw your heart forward. We're just going to lightly fold over. Whatever degree range of motion you got right here is good. You're going to have a breath in. And breath out. And then on an inhale, come on up to seated. A big shoulder shrug at seated. Let your shoulder blades slide down your back. Sit tall. Pull the back of your head up and back. And have a moment to be centered, calm, with an upright posture that's not rigid, but actually pleasant to you. Then, with as little extra movement as possible, you're just going to move your left leg in front of the right. And it may take a lot of movement, but if you can do it with little, do it with little. Lift up, and then hinge. Fingertips to the mat. And then that little side to side. So rib cage moving from leg to leg. Drawing your heart forward as you go. So it's like you're trying to lengthen out your low back. It's like this side to side. It's just gently coaxing those muscles open. Then we're going to come back into a center line. Let your spine just slide in. And then heart forward and a slow release. Whatever you got here, good. Breathe in and breathe out.
Next inhale, fully rise up to seated. Lift up through the tips of your ears, the back of your skull, as tall as you are, but you don't need to be taller. Fill the posture with breath on your inhale. Go all the way and pause. Then long, slow exhale till you get all that breath out. Then use your core body front, back, and sides to press a little more out, more than you thought you had. Good. Next breath in. Let things soften so you can fill again, spread out. And then exhale, let the exhale happen first. Just you're emptying and then think you're done. Now pull everything in and get like really empty. Then once again, you're going to soften up and let the breath in. A little pause, then that exhale that happens naturally. When you think it's done, you help it, like it front, back, sides of your body, pull in. Then soften and release. We're going to come over to hands and knees. And once we're here, take some rounds of cat and cow. So press your hands down, press your feet down. Round and arch your spine. One more round, come up in the cat pose and we're going to stay. So, little known fact, it's actually a pose that you can practice as an asana. Press your hands down, press your feet down, pull your navel center up toward your spine. Stay with it. When you inhale, you're going to be spreading your upper back. As you exhale, press your hands and feet down, all the abdominals in. We're still in cat pose. You're practicing cat pose. No matter what your neighbor's doing, your neighbor might try to do something else, and, and that's totally cool. They can do whatever they want. Uh, you're just going to stay in cat pose. Breathe here. Then a slow release of that, just like melting its way out of your body back into hands and knees. We're going to then bring forearms down to the mat and press the feet down press the forearms down draw your heart forward tail up abdominals come in we're staying here so it's a it's a cow pose on the elbows i really like to call it look under the couch for your keys pose um, but uh, that's just a personal thing check in with your eyebrows you don't need to be raising them unless you're surprised you can you're, you're allowed to be surprised here. Kind of let the spine just melt in. So abdominals in. You're supporting through the core. So front, back, and sides of the core, supportive in this. But breathing in, breathing out. And letting the thoracic spine, the spine that runs through your rib cage, work with gravity. 
sternum forward, gaze lightly forward, probably around uh, where your, your index fingers are. That's about the spot. Breath in and breath out. You're going to press into your elbows with that and let the spine come back to its natural alignment. Then sit your hips back to your heels for child's pose. You can go with extended arms in front. You could also go with the more classic arms at sides. Either way, let your shoulders soften. So take any lines off the top of the shoulders. That might mean bending your elbows. Might mean taking your hands a little wider. Have a breath in through your nose. Long, slow breath out through your nose. If there's any trouble with breathing through your nose, you're welcome to breathe in any way you need to. Otherwise, we're going to start with the ujjayi breath, vinyasa breathing. That's in and out through the nose, drawn by the muscles of the throat. Like you're drinking it in and whispering it out. It's just loud enough for you to hear, for you to stay in the sensory experience of what you're doing. Certainly you'll also feel your breath. You might visualize your breath but as we move through and construct asana. I will be working with those physical sensations, those visualizations. So the sound of the breath can be that way that we, we incorporate all our senses. Next inhale, come on up to hands and knees, then downward facing dog. Land here. You got four on the floor. You're in down dog is good. Then if you need to make any adjustments, do. Just do that from, from your observation. Right. A lot of times we'll be uncomfortable and their first instinct will be to wiggle around. You have no problem with wiggling in the right place. Wiggling's great. But if you want to make this pose better for yourself, take a moment, be still with it. Engage your brain into what's really going to make it better. It's just life skill, right? Like instead of avoiding, just acting uncomfortable. Sorry, to tap into your natural wisdom. What do you need? Gentle flow here, forward into a high plank as you breathe in. And press back to down dog when you breathe out. And we get that a couple more times. Just feel out your spacing for the high plank. Being sure you've got hands under shoulders, or you could go hands slightly in front. So it's a long enough stance that you can get the full plank well aligned. And make our way back to down dog. Pause.
And we're going to bring left knee down to the mat. Spin the back foot flat. Right arm's going to circle back toward the back wall. Overhead toward the ceiling and into a side bend toward the front wall. Palm down. Yeah. So you're reaching for the front wall. Palm is down. You're rolling the pinky finger side of your hand toward the floor. You're going to reach through your ring and pinky finger tip as you press your back foot down and back. Breath in. And then breath out, right hand down. Step back to down dog. Breath in. When you breathe out, right knee's coming down. Back foot's moving flat to the floor. You're going to take your left arm back up toward the ceiling, then turn the palm down toward the floor as you take the arm overhead, reach through your ring and pinky finger tip as you press your back heel back. One more breath in, roll your sternum toward the ceiling, your pinky finger toward the floor. And then hand down and step back down, dog, breathe out. Next, inhale, right leg up and back behind you, three-legged dog. When you exhale, bend the knee, open the hip, stack right hip on top of left, draw your left heel down toward the floor as you reach your right knee up toward the ceiling. Good. Breath in, hands down and forward. When you breathe out, I'm going to square up, bring the knee in toward the chest. Take a step into a low lunge. Good. We're going to breathe in and straighten the front leg as much as yours goes right now is fine. And then bend into the front knee. The sound of blocks is music to my ears. If you uh, have two, it's really nice to have a little more range of motion with this. Not necessary, but a good way to keep your hands real light to stay off your uh, kind of uh, if the weights in the hands you get those kind of like white knuckles and stuff like that. Also, raising the hands gives you more mobility for your hips to go up and back. So if you're looking for a little extra there, do that. Stay light in your hands. Stay light in your chest, heart forward. Okay. Next exhale, you're going to make your way back to the low lunge. Press your feet down to the floor. Inhale, arms up overhead, Anjaniasana. Exhale, you're going to pull down into cactus or W shape. Inhale, squeeze your shoulder blades together on your back like sliding doors. Exhale, bring the elbows forward. Touch or don't touch, depends on like arm bone size, ribcage size. Then inhale, reach up. And exhale, hands to heart, to your mat or your blocks. Step back, high to low push-up. Breathe in, your upward-facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Breathe in. Take your left leg up and back behind. Squeeze it tight. Move it slowly. Exhale. Bend the knee. And open the hip. 
draw your right heel down toward the floor, left knee up toward the ceiling. Heels close to your sitting bone, hamstring muscles, glute muscles engage there. Press your hands down as if someone caught your knee and is drawing it up, go toward the ceiling. And exhale, knee in towards your chest. Big step, right? And you can keep hands on the floor or for more range of motion in your uh, pyramids, hands on blocks. And shift back to pyramid, forward into low lunge. Lighten your hands, heart drawn forward, long low back. And breathe in and breathe out. Next exhale, take your time, make your way back into the lunge. Start by pressing your feet down, draw your abdominals in, lift your chest, and then your arm. And Janiyasana, we're going to take again that pull down, like do an imaginary pull up. Imaginary ones are the best kind. Squeeze your shoulder blades, like whatever your personal trainer tells you, imaginary pull ups are the best. And pull your elbows toward each other up front. They might touch, they might not. Then reach up. And when you exhale, hands to your heart. Then choose matter block. Step back high to low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Get breath in. And breath out. Take a moment to refine the push-ups. Forward to a high push-up, high plank dandasana. That's arms straight, body tight. You might have knees up, you might have knees down. Either one counts as a high push-up. To get to low, rock a little forward on your toes. Bend your elbows, only lower your body halfway down. Chaturanga dandasana. You could have your knees down here too. But your chest doesn't go any lower than your elbows. Then you go to upward facing dog. And that is to protect your rotator cuff. Please do that for yourself. Down dog, breathe all the way out. So being precise in your chaturanga, good for your body, good for your mind. You don't ever have to take the low push-up. You can always stay with the high push-up and move directly to up dog. That will never be a problem. Breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Now look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop to the top of the space. And breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Excellent. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out and bring hands to heart center. Close your eyes, pause, have a breath here, samastiti. Let your exhale clear out anything you don't need in this moment. And salutations, starting with sun A, reach up, inhale. Exhale, we'll bow forward. 
Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Plant the hands, step back high or low push-up. And if you're going low, only as far as your elbows. Breathe in, upward facing dog. We'll breathe out to down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to the top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out full. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, fan your toes and fingers. Exhale, bow forward. And breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. It empty. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat, breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold, hug in. Let your head go. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose, squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, fan your toes and fingers. Exhale, we'll bow. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press down through your hands, breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward. Walker hop top of the mat. Full breath in, lift halfway. Extend. When you breathe out, release and use that last bit of breath to hug in, really get there. Then one more round, breathe in, reach up. That last bit of breath, extend, accentuate the reach. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Breathe out. All the way to the end of the exhale. Then inhale. Downward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Empty. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Get the full breath. Same thing with your exhale. Don't do it fast. Do it well. Lunge salutation A. Inhale. Reach up. Mountain pose. Squeeze your legs. Squeeze your arms. Exhale. Fall forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. Walk your feet hip distance. Step your right leg back. Deep low lunge on the exhale. Inhale, crest. Hands to heart, chest in line with front thigh. Then place your hands. Step back high or low. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Get empty. Breathe in, right leg up and back behind you, three-legged. Bend the knee, look to your right hand and... Step, low lunge, deep, low lunge, press into your feet, reach up, 
Take your time with that. Hands to your heart. Take them forward and step up. Flow, right? Breathe in, lift halfway, right? Take out any jerky movements. You got time. Bow forward, right? You got time. Press your feet down. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose, right? Exhale, fold. It's a flow, right? No sharp edges. Breathe in, lift halfway. Get all the way in that thing. Then little toe heel. That's just a like micro movement. Left leg back, real big step. When you inhale, it's lift your chest, lift your arms. And exhale, hands to heart, chest in line with front thigh. Then place your hands, go low. Breathe in, smooth this out. Go to the top. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Empty all the way. Reach through your arms. Then inhale. Squeeze the leg tight. It moves up in a flowing arc. Then bend the knee. Draw it into your chest. Rock forward. Step lightly. No sound. Press into your feet. Lift your chest. Then your arms. You got time for that. Hands to your heart and to the front. Step up. Feet together. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. Fold. We're going to do it again. Move like water. Like move like a water, like not a toaster. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. <laughs> Exhale, fold. <laughs> Breathe in, lift halfway. When you're there in position, you move toe heel of the feet, hip distance. Right leg steps back. Water, not a toaster. Breathe in, reach up. Hands to heart, chest in line with front thigh. Plant your hands. Step back. Go low. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Downward facing dog. Right leg, squeeze it tight. Take it up like water. Not a Pop-Tart. Bend your knee. Bring it into your chest. Big step. Plant your feet, then reach up. If you were already reaching up before I was, that's Pop-Tart yoga. Hands to your heart, fingertips forward, step up, feet together. Take the time to plant yourself. Breathe in, lift halfway. Right. Breathe out, full. Like water, breathe in, reach up. Exhale, full. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe your feet apart. Step your left leg back and really get the footing before you lift and then reach. Right. Hands to heart, chest in line with front thigh. Smooth it out, high low. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward dog. Breathe in, left leg up and back behind. Breathe out, bend the knee, pull it into your chest. Take a step and a moment there to ground and lengthen before you rise up. And start. Up front, step up, feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. 
Breathe out. Fold. Good work. The hips back. Ukatasana, chair pose. Move through a warrior flow here. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hand, step back, high or low, push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look to your right hand and step your right foot up. Turn your back foot flat. Take a moment to deepen the stance, then rise up, warrior one. Stay low in your stance, warrior two. Breathe in, reverse, sit low in your front thigh as you reach up, good. And we exhale, we're taking side angle, warrior arm inside the front leg, reach through the top arm toward your front wall, palm down. And we're gonna come up through warrior two into a reverse. Then side angle warrior with the arm outside the leg, press the leg out into the arm. When you inhale, come up to warrior two, clock it. Level hips, shoulders stacked on top. Cartwheel your hands down to the mat. Take your time. Low push up. Gravity wants you anyway. Breathe in, upward facing dog. You don't have to give in to it. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Do not help anyone or anything drag you down. Look to your left hand. Step your left foot forward. Back foot flat. Take a moment to deepen before you flowingly come up. Flowingly word? I don't know. Is now. Open up warrior two. I just broke the Stephen King rule though. I used an adverb. <laughs> Sit low. Breathe in. Reach up. Breathe out. Siding over. Take your time. Don't need to get there. Getting there, that's the idea. Breathing, come up through warrior two. Reset your hips when you do, then the reverse. Right? Really important, we're coming through that center line. Right? As you come up, reset the hips and shoulders, then side angle. Good. Arm outside. Coming up to warrior two, reset the hips so the back hip is not doing that sassy thing. Then Chest in line with front thigh before the hands touch. Step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press down into your hands. Use your abdominals to go back, downward facing dog. Have a breath in. Open your mouth and let it go. Really like stretch your jaw out. Then close your lips. Let your mouth soften. Breathe in. Breathe out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, bow forward. We're going to take that and add on. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana, chair pose. And exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low, push up. Breathe in, upward facing duck. 
Press your hands down, pull the abdominals in to go back down dog. Look to your right hand, step the right foot up, back foot flat, deepen it, then rise up, warrior one. Open out warrior two, sit low, take the time, shoulder and hip alignment, breathe in, reverse, good. As you exhale, you're coming back upright through that warrior two and just clocking it with hips and shoulders, then side angle arm inside the leg. Back up through warrior two, again, clock warrior two before you sit deeper in reverse, good. Up through the warrior two, it's momentary, but it's there, and it's not a jerky thing, right? no jerks. Up to warrior two, stay, straighten the front knee, triangle. Good. When you inhale, bend your front knee, warrior two to reverse. When you exhale, come back through warrior two, don't help gravity, Bring your chest in line with your front thigh. Plant your hand. Step the foot back. Low push up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Downward facing dog. Get empty. Get empty. Have a breath here. All the way in. It's hard to get empty if you don't breathe in. Then get empty. Like Breathe all the way out. Look to your left hand. Step your left foot forward. Back foot flat. Stay and deepen. Then lift your chest and then your arms. So you're building from the ground up. Open out to warrior two. Good. Then reverse. Breathe in. Good. Straight upper arm. Lift your chest. Then back to warrior two. Side angle pose. It's a hinge of the front hip. Then you're up to warrior two, stack shoulders over hips before you reverse. Then side angle, arm outside the leg, coming through warrior two. Then arm outside the leg, it's a hinge of the hip. So then you come up into warrior two and really clock back into hip. Straighten the front knee, triangle. Good. Bend the front knee, up to warrior two, sit into it, reverse, straighten the upper arm, lift your chest, yeah. and then up to warrior two, chest in line with front thigh, then the hands go down, <laughs> draw your heart forward, little push, <laughs> kick things if you're angry, it's good, nice therapy, downward facing dog, breathe all the way out, we're going to go to child's pose, let your head rest. I love it when I hear blocks kicked over. It just means that we're doing something. And have one more breath in. And breath all the way out. Excellent work. Come on up to down dog. And take the right leg up and back behind. Breathe in. As you breathe out, bend the knee. Draw it into your chest. Big step into a low lunge. I'm going to take a block in the left hand. Bow pull. So, so you're drawing a bow and arrow with the right arm. Turn your chest all the way to the right as far as it goes. 
then extend the right arm up. Good. So turn as you're breathing here. Three. Send your front knee forward, back heel back. Two. One more breath here, heart forward. And a little practice here getting out of things. Bend your elbow, hand to the mat. Press your hands down. Do not drag your foot. Pick it up. Low push-up. Yeah. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out. Take it to child's pose. Sit back. Right, so that was good. Like by any means necessary, you picked up the foot. Good work. Right. Right, and uh, some of us, like, uh, will you start with like that workaround where you take the foot out to the side? Uh, that's cool. Do, do that. We're going to attempt, though. We're going to continue to practice pressing the hands down, picking up the foot, and sending it back. Right. So it's a practice. It takes time. It takes effort. Mostly, it takes your awareness and willingness to just be in that thing. Right. It's worth it physically and mentally. Even if he never quite gets there, the practice is worth it. Up to hands and knees, then to down dog. So this is inhale your left leg up and back behind reach. Bend the knee, fold it into the chest, press yourself forward so you're not a hurtling projectile, you are in control. Did we say step the foot down? I don't think so. Come on back to down dog and then to child's pose. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. In the child's pose, in the child's pose. We get a rest, right? Yeah, this thing is like tough. It's fatiguing, right? No, you're not fatigued? You are. You've been doing almost an hour of yoga. It's it's good. I'm just gonna just, just take a moment, rest here, so you can come back stronger. Don't think about that, and it's no big deal. Like this is no criticism of of us as people or practitioners or anything. But this is becoming more aware of how we are. Have you ever hurtled through a day so overwhelmed that you have no idea what you did? Right. Yeah. Most of us have. Right? If you haven't, please call me and tell me how. I know for sure one way here on this mat. That's all I'm going to talk about. I'm not going to tell you about your life. But here we have a chance to practice knowing what we're doing, how we're doing it. We have these breaths that tell us how quickly to do things. Right. Come on up to down dog. And when you inhale, you're going to take your left leg up and back behind you. Go to the top of that inhale. Bend the knee, fold it into your chest as you exhale. Rock yourself forward. Be in control. Place your foot where you want it to go. That's the nice thing about uh, like being aware. So you get to choose things. Right? If you just let gravity and momentum pull you, you just go where it takes you. Right? You're going to take your right hand to the block. You're going to take your left elbow up in a, uh, like you're pulling a bow and arrow. So we've got this bow and arrow action in order that you're focusing on the important part of the twist, which is your chest turning to the side. So we have elbow pointing toward the ceiling, chest pointing toward the side, then extend your arm up. Breathe in and breathe out. Press your feet into the floor, draw your heart forward and up. Right, so there's that block or the floor that you're pressing into. Rebound out of that thing. 
Breath in. Then you're going to bend the elbow, come out of this the way you got in, plant the hands. All right. Now, this really doesn't require your thinking or anything like that, but it requires, there's three points on the floor, two hands and the back foot that you're going to really focus on pushing down. As they push down, you get some lightness in your hips. As you get lightness in your hips, your heel can come to your bum and you can step back to low push-up. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. Breathe out, downward-facing dog. Is that something you should be working to do every time you step back? Yes. Absolutely yes. Right. Does it need to be perfect? No. Absolutely not. But as yoga practitioners, that is part of it. That is part of vinyasa. Getting out of things gracefully is part of it. Look through your hands. Walk across to seated. Pause at seated. Take your hands back behind you. You're going to take a flowing uh, a table practice here. So you're going to have hands in whatever direction works for your wrist. So if you never played around with this before, try fingertips pointing forward. For a lot of us, wrists don't love this or we can't ground the hands. For some of us, pointing the fingers out to the sides is going to be better. For some of us, fingers to the back are going to be better. I have not met anyone that pointing the fingers in is better. But if that's you, for sure. Like, tell me about it after class because I want to meet somebody who that's better for. But back, side, forward, your choice. Back far enough that you have room to dig your heels in, pull your hips forward, and come up into table. So the flowing action we're going to get here, slowly down, take your hips to the mat or hover them. Right. When you inhale, we're going up again. And when you exhale, we're coming down. Okay, slow, you can set them down, you can hover them. And feel the work of the heels in the mat, pulling the hips up. And then the work of the heels in the mat, resisting the down. Right. Now, you take one more of these just like that. This time we will come all the way down. And if you've got two blocks, you're going to take your blocks and you're going to put them underneath your hands. Cool. So if you don't have two blocks and you're in here, you can grab two blocks for sure. This is the fun part. Do it again. Right? You're lifting up. And this time when you exhale, instead of sitting your bum down or hovering it, you're going to pull it back behind you. Fun part. And then take it up. And then as you come down, you're straightening the legs, press your heels forward, bum back. And if you're having fun with this, stay with it. If this is not uh, considered fun for you, feel free to move back to something that you do like for now. This is supposed to be fun, but also when you get to the top of this, you have a little more room to squeeze the shoulder blades together. And then when you get to the back of this, you have a little more room to pull the abdominals into a little more like cat pose. You could do this if you have real long arms. You could do this without a block. If you want to try it, you're welcome to. I don't know what that's like. I got T-Rex arms. So uh, you do what you need to do. One more round. You can pull your heels up if you want. 
and then we're coming all the way down to your mat. Come on down to your back. You can set the blocks a little away from you at the sides. You might want them again, so just pause for a moment. Have breath in. Be on your back. Have breath in. Release the extra. And you're up for bridge or for wheel. Your choice. Breathe here for 10. Nine. Seven. Six. Yeah, five. You got it. Press the floor. Whatever you got, press the floor. One and a half. No, just kidding. Next exhale, you're going to come slowly down. And then soles of the feet together. Knees out to the sides. Subtabhadakanasana, you might want to put the blocks underneath your knees or underneath uh, your thighs. Go for it. Let yourself be well supported here. Hands to your center line or... Arms out to the sides, palms up. So two very different gestures there. And in a meditative pose like this, we're allowing that gesture to set the tone. So hands to center line. Big surprise, that's centering you in. Arms out to the sides, palms up. Gesture of receptivity. Right. Both things are good. There are so many things we can practice with this yoga. Everything we do is infused with the energy with which we do it and the intention that we set. And one of the things that yoga practice allows us is that reminder that we get to choose, we get to set an intention. Because when we don't, we get pulled around by whatever's strongest around us. If you've ever done that exercise, you know, those great team building exercises where someone stands on a chair and uh, they try to pull you up or you try to pull them down, who has the easier job? Being pulled down is so much easier than being pulled up. Unless you have intention to be up, to be light, to be kind, to be strong. And the thing about intention is that it's not lock and load. We don't get to get up in the morning and say, I'm going to do this, and then not set that intention over and over. Just like in a yoga practice, I'm going to pick up my foot. I'm going to hug my knee in. Continual choice. And to make a choice, we have to be present. Next exhale. 
take your time folding your knees in. It's been a long Supta Ease out of it. Bring your knees toward your chest. Give them a good squeeze in. If there are any finishing postures or stretches your body is calling for, take those. If your mind's getting in the way with like, what should I do? What's right? Just pause until your body tells you. When you're ready to rest, move yourself out into Shavasana. Shavasana as a practice, as our daily remembrance. Right, that this life that we have is finite. It's when we know about laying down every day. The humble acknowledgement that we are mortal beings. And then the gratitude that we have this day, we've had this life. And we rest in that awareness and gratitude for a few quiet moments of enjoyment. When you're ready to come back, start with deepening your breath. Infuse this posture with life. With your power of imagination and visualization, take your breath out through your arms and legs as if it can warm the body out to the fingers and toes. And if the breath is spreading you out, the edges of you are expanding. Then you'll gently roll to your right side. Take a moment, curl up. So we go from being like at rest to fully expansive to curled in and centered. Feel the warmth 
the view center line. That heat that is evidence you are alive. Make your way up to seated. You can keep your eyes closed or like half open. You're staying within your space. As you sit, feel the floor underneath you, this place where you are. And then again, you're just going to align yourself well so that you feel good in your space. That your body is a nice place to live right now. That choice, that intention, that action that you're taking to make your space good, that's available anytime, anywhere. And it's free. Bring hands together at heart center and acknowledgement. You for yourself, you for your practice, you for your ability to create. Thumbs to your forehead center. Have a moment of appreciation for one another. It's time that we shared. Great work, y'all. Thank you for being here. Namaste. So good. Awesome work. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Bye, Mom. My mom's just here to see Gibson. Mm -hmm.